Spencer's. Yeah. Okay, good morning, everybody. Tamatura is sponsored by Max and Brenda Lapkowski in honor of Yitzchak Meir's upcoming bar mitzvah and by Riva Mitzner in commemoration of the first yard seat of her father, Larry Schneck, Ari Ben Chaim Zetzal, and Jack Bennett in honor of Sergeant Omer Taviv, who was killed by a Hamas anti tank missile on Gaza border on May 12, 2021. Day of Learning is sponsored by Ringo and Ram families in Toronto in appreciation to Rabbi Silver. For the inspiring and moving Tisha of Kinas service. Also, a special thanks to Moshe Abramson for coordinating the technical support, as always. Week of Learning is sponsored by Aaron and Alana Weinberg in honor of their daughters, Bas Mitzvah Adina Hinda. <laughs> okay, we are holding in the middle of Yudalim Rebbeis. <clears throat> okay, so we had a Mishnah which told us there's a Machlokas Reb Yehuda and Reb Meir. And we had a Machlokas, Rav and Shmuel, what is the Machlokas, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir? Rav's opinion was that they were discussing using a four-tefach piece of wood, and Rabbi Meir said that we made a gzera. Right? We said there's a dairaisa, there's a real problem if a person would want to sit in his house on Sukkot. What's the source of that problem, even if his roof would be made out of wood? The source of that problem, if the Torah says, go sit in a sukkah, that's the, the exclusion of his house. So it says Reb Meir, according to Rav, that if I would allow a person to sit in a sukkah made out of four tefach wood boards, which was the, the normal material used for their house roof, so then I'm concerned that people are going to get confused and think you can sit in your house on sukkahs. And according to Rav, Rabbi Huda said, we didn't have to make such a decree. In other words, Rabbi Huda is saying, I agree you can't sit in your house, because that's a derisa problem. However, I disagree and say that a person could, yes, use a four-tefach wood plank to build his sukkah. According to Shmuel, everybody agreed we made a decree by four-tefach boards. The disagreement in the Mishnah was, did we even make the decree on a board between the size of three tefach and four tefach. Reb Meir was stringent and included in the gzeira even a three tefach board. And Reb Yehuda limited it to a board which is four tefachim. The Gemara said anything which is less than three tefachim, everyone would agree that's for sure okay. So again, according to Rav, the disagreement was, did we make such a decree? According to Shmuel, everyone agrees we made such a decree. The disagreement was, how far did we make such a decree? Did we even include a three-tefach board? So the Gemara Yedalim would raise about, let's say, 15 to 20 lines down. Tanya Kavase de Rav, first word on the line is Yehuda. Middle of, middle of the line. Tanya Kavase de Rav, we have a brisa that supports the opinion of Rav. Tanya Kavase de Shmuel, we have a brisa which supports Shmuel. Tanya Kavase de Rav, Again, Rav told me the machlokas was, did we make such a decree? So the Brisa says, like Rav, if you used wood boards, which are less than four tefachim, everyone agrees that's fine. If it was four tefachim, Remeyer postal, Remeyer says it's no good because he made such a gzeira. Rabbi Yehuda Machshir, and Rabbi Yehuda says it's okay. 
in other words, according to Rav, that's exactly what Rav said, that the machlokas was, in a case of Fort Tvachim, did we make a gzeira or not? Rabbi Huda says, I'll bring a raya. I'll bring a proof to my opinion that we never made a decree on a four-tefach board. Because there was a time where there was a sakana, which means the non-Jews made a decree that the Jewish people were not allowed to keep mitzvahs. So what did they do? So they brought four-tefach boards. They bought big boards, which is the normal building material for a house. So they were trying to blend in, not make it clear they were sitting in a sukkah. So they went to Home Depot and bought the normal roofing material. And they built a sukkah, but it blended in because it looked exactly like somebody would build a house. And we sat in it. So says Rabbi Yehuda, that's a raya to me. You see that in a time when we were stuck, what did they do? They took a four tefach board and they used it to make a sukkah. So I see, like my opinion, that we never made a decree on a four tefach board. Umru lo, they responded, that's not, a, that's not a good proof. Misham raya, that's a proof. Ain shas hasakana raya. That in a situation where you're stuck, the fact that they made a sukkah out of a four tefach board doesn't prove that even in a normal situation you're allowed to do it. Maybe in a situation where you're stuck and there's no other way to make a sukkah, maybe everyone would agree in that type of situation you're allowed to do it. So again, the explanation is, you can't sit in your sukkah and sukkahs because the Torah says go sit in the sukkah, which excludes your house. But if I build a new separate sukkah for sukkahs with the same building materials, so da'iraisa, that means from the Torah, it's okay. Reb Meir saying we made a decree that we're concerned people are going to get confused, and Rabbi Yehuda said not. So what the Gemara is saying is, but in a situation where a person's stuck, that there's no other way to make a sukkah, so then everyone would agree that you can use these four tefach boards, <coughs> which minatorah from the Torah are fine, it's just the rabbis are making a gzeira not to use it. But in a situation where the only way to make a sukkah is with these things, then a person should, yes, make a sukkah. This is brought in halacha. That any, the things that we've had, let's say what we had the other day of, of using a bundle of wood as schach, right? So we made a gzeira, a person's not supposed to do that. A person was in a situation where the only way he can make a sukkah was with that bundle, or a person's in a situation he can only use big four tefach boards. The only th- that's the only availability of a sukkah he has. A person should, yes, go eat in that sukkah, if that's the only thing he has. There's a discussion in, in, in the Rishonim already, the Ritva over here talks about it, is, is a person allowed to make a bracha? In other words, is it, is it in a situation where a person's stuck Chazal didn't even make the decree, and therefore it's 100% good? Or are we just saying that, that if that's all you have, you should eat in it, because it's better than eating outside, but it's not really true to say the sukkah is 100% kosher, and therefore a person could not make a bracha. Okay, so that was the b'risa, like the opinion of Rav, who said that the machlokas in the Mishnah was, did we make, a, did we make such a decree? Did we make such a gzeir? Tani kavasi the shmuel. Mar says we have a Brysa supporting Shmuel's opinion, which said, The Brysa says, if you use something which is for Tvachim, why does Everyone agrees that's no good. If it's less than four, which, which means between three and four, Reb Meir Posel, Reb Yudha Machshir. 
Then Reb Meir says it's no good, and Reb Yehuda says it's okay. And he says, that's a clear Bryce. I like Shmuel's opinion, that everyone agreed we made a Gzeira by four tefach. The disagreement was, did we even make it between three and four? Moda Reb Meir, Shem Yesh Be'neser, Le'neser, Kemol Le'neser, Shemaniach Pesel Be'neim B'Kshayru. The Reb Meir agrees that if you have each wood um, slack, you have a four tefach wood slack spread out equally, which means you have four tefach wood piece, and then a four tefach break, and then a four tefach wood piece, then a four tefach break, you can fill in the holes, meaning every other, with kosher schach, and that's going to be kosher. Okay, so this really touches upon a gemara a little bit later, which I don't think we're going to get into today, but meaning basically if you imagine the bird's eye view, what the sukkah looks like is four tefachim of a wood slack, which is really no good, according to everybody in this opinion. And then four tvachim of schach kosher, then four tvachim of not good schach, then four tvachim of schach kosher. Because that's what the bird's eye view looks like. It looks like every other. So the reason it gets into Gemara a little, a little bit later, because you really need to use dofen akuma, which is extending your walls in order to make this sukkah kosher. Because since you have four tvachim of schach pasel, so the halacha is four tvachim of schach pasel messes up a sukkah. Okay, so the only way to really make this sukkah kosher, again, if you imagine in your head, um, every other, every other. So the only way to make the sukkah kosher is to extend both the walls to make it that in the middle, you really have eight tvachim of the schach kosher good. Okay, so if you started um, with no good, good, no good, good, no good, good. So in the middle, you have eight tvachim of good together. So Dauphin is going to make it that the walls basically take out all the schach puzzle till I get to the middle of my sukkah. And in the middle of my sukkah, there's a big square of eight tvachim of kosher schach. Okay, that'll, be, that'll be a little more clear a little bit later. Okay, so that was Modur Reb Meir. Modur Reb Yehud, if shimnasen ala neser shirach of arba tvachim, kshei revein yashinim tachtov, vayashin tachtov layatzei dechavasen. Reb Yehud agrees that if you use the four tefach board, your sukkah can be kosher, but you're not allowed to sit under it. Because he agrees that the four tefach board is schach puzzle, it's not good schach. And therefore, if you sit under it, you do not fulfill your obligation of sitting in a sukkah. So again, we had a machlokas, Rav and Shmuel. What was the machlokas in the Mishnah? Was the machlokas, did we make such a gzeira? Or was the machlokas, did we even make the gzeira between three and four, but everyone agrees? So it was four tvachim, you cannot use those boards as a, as a schach. And the Gemara is saying that we, had, we found two brises which, which supported each of their opinions. Okay, itmar. Hafchan al Now let's say this four tefach wood board, which we explained, midah rice is 100% fine, because it's a piece of wood, grew from the ground, it's not makabal But the reason is we made a gzeira because it looks like a person's roof. Okay, so now let's say a person took it and put it like this. In other words, instead of laying it flat, which would be the normal way you used it in the sukkah, the person put it vertically or, or slanted a little bit, but he didn't put it flat, which was the normal way. Is that okay for a sukkah? Rafuna Amar Psula. Rafuna says it's no good. Rafchiz the Rabba Rafuna Amri Kshayru. Rafchiz and Rabba Rafuna said it's okay. So the way I would understand the two, the two tzadim here is, 
the opinion that's saying it's fine is saying the whole reason we made the decree was because this person's sukkah looks exactly like his roof. Now, if he builds his sukkah with his boards somewhat vertical, so it doesn't look like the way a person would build a house, and therefore there's no reason for it to be a problem. The other opinion is saying that basically Chazal said these types of materials are schach pasal, are not good schach. So if it's schach pasal, I don't care how you turn it. You could turn it any way you want, but if you put something which Chazal defined as not kosher schach, so turning it vertically is not going to make it any better. So Ikler of Nachman Surah. Nachman came to Surah, which was a place. Olegabe Rev Chizda, the Rabbi Barafuna. So when Rav Nachman got to Surah, Rav Chizda and Rabbi Barafuna came to, came to see him. They asked him, what would it be if a person turned them vertically? Rav Nachman said, it's no good. We deal with it as, as if it's metal. We deal with it as it's not kosher schach. Rav Huna turned to them and said, I told you he was going to say like me. They said to him, did you ever give us an explanation? If you would have given us an explanation, we would have accepted, accepted what you said. But you just said what you said without explaining it to us. You never asked me for an explanation. Okay, so meaning, right, it comes out, Rav Nachman said like Rav Huna, what we saw more from Rav Nachman is that the Svara is, Chazal dealt with it as if it's Schach puzzle. I explained it before we got to the story, but that's because I knew the story. Okay, but the story told us the explanation is that Chazal dealt with those materials as not kosher Schach, and therefore it doesn't matter which way you turn it, it's going to be a problem. The Brisa says, if a sukkah can't hold enough for a person's head, most of his body and his table. There's a hole or there's a weakness in the wall in order that a goat would be able to get in and out of the wall very easily. Or, this is the part that the Gemara by us is paying attention to. Or a person put a wood... <clears throat> a wood nesser, which is four tzvachim wide. The Brisa says he, he took a material of a piece of wood which was four tzvachim big, wide, but he only put three of the tzvachim in the sukkah. It's no good. What's that case that he put a four tefach board, three tzvachim of which in the sukkah? Says the Gemara. Is the Brisa not mean that it was four tfachim wide, but he tilted it somewhat vertically so that the other way was only three tfachim? So that's what the Brisa is referring to. And then the halach of the Brisa says explicitly it's no good. So that would be a raya support for the one who said even turning it a different direction does not help. Where it says, look, it's not a good proof because you could say the Brisa means that the board was sticking out by the wall, by, by the side of the sukkah without a wall. So if you imagine you have a sukkah with three walls, like a U. Okay, so the, the board was on the fourth side without any wall. That there's only three of the tzvachim of the board 
inside of the square of my sukkah. Okay, so I have a square of my sukkah. I have three walls in the shape of a U. On the fourth side, I have a board, three tvachim of which are within the square of my sukkah. The last tefach is outside the square of my sukkah. So this is a gemara later, more leniently. There's a halacha that in certain situations, even though you have schach, which extends outside of the walls of your sukkah, that could be considered an extension of your sukkah to sit under that schach as if you're in the sukkah. That's going to be a gemara in yates. Here the gemara is saying a chumrah, a stringency of that halacha, which is that even though there's only technically three tvachim of the schach puzzle, the wood, which is in the square of my sukkah, but since there's a halacha that the extension of the sukkah has the status of the sukkah, so it makes it that the four tvachim of the board is really in my sukkah, which makes it that I have not kosher schach in my sukkah, which could really mess up my whole sukkah. This gets a little more complicated depending on the size of the sukkah. But let's say it's a minimum size sukkah. It's a seven by seven. So since I consider the four tvachim inside the sukkah, so then it's going to come out, it's really, going to, it's really going to make my whole sukkah no good. Okay, so the Gemara thought there was a proof from the Brisa because the case was that you turned it on its side. We're saying, no, there's no proof because I could say the case is that even though the board was four tvachim, only three was inside, meaning three was within my square. And the reason it's no good is because the halacha says it's as if all four are within the square because of this halacha of the extension has the same status of the sukkah. He says the Mishnah, take Roshayn Alamazeva. The person has a roof without any type of tar, Rabbi Huda Omer. So now we're saying a person's coming to his house and he wants to he wants to change it to make it into his sukkah. Right? So he said to keep it status quo, a person can't do, because the Pasuk, which says go sit in a sukkah, is excluding a person's house. So what should a person do if he wants to sit in that place as his sukkah? Rabbi Huda Omer, Beishamai Omrim. Rabbi Huda said that Beishamai said, So right now, the, right now it's, we're, we're, we're thinking Beishamai means both. Rashi says, Which means like you take out the nails or you take out the screws which connects it to the structure and and you take out every other. So right now, if Beishamai means both, it would mean you have to take out the screws, and Rashi adds, and move each one around, and take out 50%, every single other. We'll see in the Gemara why he requires all of those things. Beishil says, this is Rabbi Yehuda's version of Beishamai Beishilo, that Beis Hillel says you can do either one. You can either take out the screws and pick up each one and put it back down, or you could take out every other. Rabbi Meir Omer, Rabbi Meir says, no time, Rabbi Meir says that this is also going to be a discussion how to read it, and I'll just explain it the way the Gemara is going to come out, that, that the, what a person can do, the only thing that's going to work is to take out every other, but the, the, the other suggestion we had of taking out the screws and picking up each one is not good. Okay, so let's, let's see a little bit of the Gemara and we'll explain what exactly they're disagreeing about. It says the Gemara, 
Sorry, Bishmal Beis Hillel Taim Mayu Mishum Tasev Alomena Asu. Beis Hillel's opinion, <coughs> I understand, because there's a problem called Tasev Alomena Asu, which we explained means that if a person, when he put it up, it was up for the wrong reason. Let's say a person put it up just to dry something off. He didn't put up his schach for tzil, for any type of shade. Now the person switches in his head, ah, oh, that would be a great sukkah. Okay, so the name of the problem is tasev alomina osi. The Torah says you should make your schach for the right reason. <clears throat> and it can't be just made. It can't happen by itself. So the Gemara is saying, in Beis Hillel, I understand that if a person would say, I want to use my house as a sukkah, that's a problem. Because we said when the Torah says go sit in a sukkah, it means and not your house. So Beis Hillel is saying, the problem is you didn't make the roof of your house for a sukkah. Therefore, Therefore, if you take out the screws and pick up each one, so that's defined as you just remade your roof for a sukkah. Or if you take out each and every, every other one, so that's also called you redefined the roof of your house as a sukkah. So Basil's opinion we understand. The problem is you didn't put up your roof for a sukkah because you put it up to be your house. So Basil says to so do one of these two things <coughs> to now redefine this same place as building a sukkah to use it for sukkahs. <coughs> What's the explanation of Beishamai, which at the beginning of the Mishnah seemed to say you need to do two things? <coughs> if the name of the problem is that you didn't build the sukkah for the right reason, so let do one of the two things and you solve the problem. Why would Beishamai say you need to take out the screws and move each one and remove half the boards? What's the reason you have to do both? If, if all you need to do is rebuild your sukkah, so then one of the two should be okay. Mishum gzeris tikra... And if, if Beishamai's concern was a different concern, which, which is what we talked about in the last half, which is if you have boards which are four tvachim wide, then that's not going to be good, which would mean even if you took out the screws, picked it up, and put it down, so you solved the Deiraisa problem, which was that this board was here for your house. So Beishamai is saying you can solve that problem, because if you take out the screws and pick it up and put it down, you just remade a sukkah. But maybe Beishamai is saying, but there's a second problem, even though you solved that problem, which is you're not allowed to use materials which are four tfachim wide because of a gzeira, a dindarabana, that you're going to get confused and use it and think you could go sit in your house also. So if that's why Beishamai is saying that taking out the screws, picking it up, and putting it down is not enough because there's still a second problem that there's a gzeris tick, or that a person's going to get confused between that and his house. So the Gemara says, no time, Sagi. So just do the second option, which was take out every other board, which will make it that you're not really using the Fort Tzfachim wood boards as your schach because you're going to put in the spaces your kosher schach. So basically what the Gemara is saying boils down to is we have no explanation why Beishamai would say you have to do both things. Because even if you tell me there's two issues, there's a Deiraisa issue, which is 
this is your house. And even if you tell me there's a second issue, a derabbanan issue of you can't use a four tefach board, Kamar is saying if all you did was take out every other board, you would solve both issues. Number one, you redefined your roof by reconstructing it, by taking out every other board. And even if there's a second issue, which is a xerus tikri, you can't use materials of four tefachim wide, but if you take out every other and you fill in the spaces with kosher schach, so then you're going to use the kosher schach to make the sukkah. So you're right that the four tefach boards are not good schach, but I'm not using that to make my sukkah kosher. So the Gemara is struggling with why would Beishamai hold that you need to do both things if, you're, if your person wants to make his house into a sukkah. So the Gemara says, no, really, This is what Beishamai means. The way to read Beishamai is not that you really need both. Beishamai is coming to say, even though you did the first option, which is mefakfeik, take out the screws, pick it up and put it down, there's still a second issue, which is Xeris Tikra, that how can you use your four tefach materials? Says Beishamai, the only real way to solve the second issue is to take out 50% of the materials which are no good, because they're boards four tefach wide, and fill in the spaces with kosher schach. So again, the Gemara, in the question, thought Beishamai was saying, you need to do both things, which the Gemara, the question was, breaking it down that there's, we didn't have any explanation why Beishamai should require both taking out the screws, picking it up and putting it down, and taking out half the materials, to which the Gemara is answering, no, you're right. The question was right. Beishamai didn't really mean you have to do both things. But Beishamai was coming to say the only way to solve all the issues is to take out 50% of the materials. Because issue number one it solves is there was a derisa problem here, which is that this roof was made as your house, not as your sukkah. So you solve that by taking out 50% of the materials. You just redefined your roof as a sukkah roof instead of your house roof. And there was a second problem, which is how can you use four tefach wood beams? The way you solve that problem is since 50% of your sukkah is now replaced with kosher schach, so therefore, you're not using the wood beams to make your sukkah kosher. So that's how you solve the second issue also. As the Gemara, The end of the Mishnah said, Reb Meir, Omer, Meir said that the only way to solve the problem is to take out half the materials and fill it in with kosher schach. But the other option of taking out the screws, picking it up and putting it down doesn't work. Reb Meir, it says the Gemara, if Beishamai at the beginning of the Mishnah really means the only way to solve the problem is the second option of taking out every other and filling it in with kosher schach, it comes out Reb Meir at the end is saying the same exact thing as Beishamai. So normally when you have a Mishnah or a Brisa, if there's a later opinion listed, it means they're disagreeing with something stated before. But if you tell me even Beishamai before didn't really mean both, he just meant one of the two, it comes out Reb Meir at the end is the same thing as Beishamah. Where it says, no, hachikam, this is how you read the Mishnah. Reb Meir is coming to say that I think even Beishillel agrees. In other words, Reb Yehuda said that Beishamah holds the only way to solve the problem is the second option, which is take out every other and fill it in with kosher schach. Beishillel, according to Reb 
sorry, Rabbi Yehuda said, you can do either option. You can either take out every other and fill it in with kosher schach, or you could keep all of the same materials. Each piece, you'll take out the screws, pick it up, and put it down. So now here's, here's where you have to remember yesterday, or the first half of this year today. Why would it be that Rabbi Yehuda is saying in Beis Hillel that taking out the screws, picking it up, and putting it down is okay? So that we have to break down two issues. The first issue is there's a derisa problem that this roof, which is the roof of your house, is not a good sukkah. Okay, so how do you solve that problem? You take out the screws, you pick up the piece of wood, you put it back down, you just remade your roof into a sukkah. So that's the derisa issue. Now, but if I look at your schach, it's going to be made up of boards, of four tefach boards. Rabbi Yehuda is saying in Beis Hillel, that's fine. So the reason that is, is because Rabbi Yehuda before held that we never made such a decree. We never made such a gzairah sticker. So the derisa problem you solved by recreating your schach. And the second issue, ah, you can't use materials of four tefach boards. Rabbi Yehuda would say, no, you forgot what I said yesterday. Yesterday I said, my opinion was, we never made such a decree. That's why Rabbi Yehuda is okay with even the first option, which is using the exact same materials, just picking it up and putting it back down. But Reb Meir held that we did make such a decree. So that's why Reb Meir is saying, you can solve the derisa, the first issue, by picking it up and putting it back down. But the reason I'm not going to allow you to do that is because there's a second issue here. So in other words, the, the disagreement in this Mishnah is really a product of the disagreement from yesterday. The Rabbi Yehuda's opinion was that we never made such a decree by four tefach boards. Rabbi Meir's opinion was we did, yes, make a decree by four tefach boards. So here we have a case where they're disagreeing because of that reason. You can solve the derisa issue by recreating your roof, but now you're getting into a secondary issue, which in Rabbi Meir's mind is, is a problem, and Rabbi Yehuda's mind is not a problem. That's why Rabbi Yehuda is okay with you keeping those same materials of the four tefach boards, and Rabbi Meir is not. Ask the Gemara, my Kamash alone, the Rabbi Meir is like Zeris Tikra, Rabbi Yehuda less like Zeris Tikra. What's the Mishnah coming to teach me? That Rabbi Meir holds we made a decree, and Rabbi Yehuda says we didn't make a decree? They already argued about that yesterday. It's not Mesachachin bin Asarn de Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Meir Oser. The Rabbi Yehuda said, we, you did, we did not make such a decree, and Rabbi Meir said we did. So the Gemara's challenging is, does it make sense, seemingly, that we have two Mishnas coming to state the exact same disagreement? So it seems like we're missing something. If yesterday's Mishnah was teaching us there's a machlokas Rabbi Meir Rabbi Yehuda, if we made such a gzeira, you can't use the materials of a four tefach board, so to tell me this Mishnah is the exact same disagreement, sounds like we're missing something. So the Gemara suggests, Amr Rebbe Chiyabar Amr Rebbe Yochanan, Reisha bin Asar Meshup bin Askinon, Umishum Gzeiras Kalim Naguba. So because of this question, it is the Mishnah really telling me the same machlokas twice. So he suggested a whole new track, which we're going to hold on to for a minute, but then we're going to come back on track. So let's just not get confused. He suggested a whole new track. Then maybe this Mishnah is a totally different conversation, which is that if you have boards which are a certain level um, made and nicer, 
So maybe there's a disagreement that did we stop a person from using those materials because of a concern that he might get confused and use something which is really a kli, which is defined as a utensil, which is makabal tumah, which is not good for schach. So in other words, everyone agrees you can't use something which is makabal tumah for schach. He's saying maybe this Mishnah is a totally different conversation, which is, did we make a gzeira that something which is similar to a kli, one opinion would say you can't use that for schach because you're going to get confused and think you could use a kli for schach, and the other opinion saying, no, you could use it. Says the Gemara, that's not a good pshat, because But we had a Gemara earlier, the Rehuda Marav said that if you use the wood stick, the type which didn't have anything to accept anything into it, it, it was the type of stick that it went into the metal part of the spear, he said, that's fine. If it's the type of spear which has the ability to accept something, then it's a problem. But from that halach I see, he wasn't concerned people are going to make a mistake between the two types of wood sticks, even though they look similar. So you see, we don't make such exerah. So according to that opinion, you can't say that this mission is really a disagreement about, did we make a decree you're going to get confused and use a kli, a utensil for schach. So we're back to the question. That yesterday it seemed like the machlokas in the Mishnah was, um, did we make such a decree by four tefach boards? Where we're getting stuck with, it sounds like this Mishnah is the same disagreement, which is bothering us. We, we had a suggestion that maybe here it's a new disagreement. Did we make a decree a person's going to get confused with using a kli for schach? And we threw that out because it doesn't seem to fit in the opinion review them around. So it says anywhere, Ella al karcha tikra. The safe of tikra. So it must be both Mishnahs are really talking about the same thing. The fligavatartizimli. So why do I need two Mishnayas teaching me the exact same disagreement? Says the Gemara, Safe Reb Yehuda the Ka'amra Lela Reb Meyer, Amaika Asras Minasarm Shum Xeris Tikra, Hai Svarla Beshamahuda Islahu, Ubesilu Gazri. So the Gemara is saying, no, the way to read the Mishnah is it's really a continuation of the conversation from the Mishnah before. <clears throat> that Rabbi Yehuda is saying to Rabbi Meir, right? The first Mishnah said, if you use the four tefach board, Rabbi Yehuda said it's fine. Rabbi Meir says it's a problem. Now our Mishnah continues. Rabbi Yehuda responds to Rabbi Meir, you're saying the opinion of Beishamai. We don't hold like Beishamai. Beis Hillel disagrees with that. And Beis Hillel holds we didn't make such a decree. The Amr Reb Meir, Reb Meir responds, No, then, no I don't think there's a machlokas Beis and Beis Hillel about this. I think even Beis Hillel agreed we made such a, such a gzeru. So what the Gemara is answering is that, no, it is really the same conversation, but it's not two separate Mishnayas both coming to teach me the same thing that we're really realizing. The responds that I agree there's opinion it's not okay, but that's Beishamai. We don't all like Beishamai. And Remeyer responds, no, 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 you made a mistake. Beishamai and Beishil both agree that we made a gzera. So it's really, it's a continuation of their conversation talking about the, the, the opinions of the of Beishamai and Beishil, the earlier, earlier generation. Okay, says the word, Hanich al-Rav Damar Machalokas Yishban Arba Remeyer is like Zeris Tikra, Remeyer is like Zeris Tikra. This all fits with Rav who said 
that the disagreement in the Mishnah of yesterday is did we make a decree by four tefach boards? Reb Meir said we did, and Reb Yehuda said we didn't. But challenges the Gemara. Shmuel told us, if it's a four tefach board, everyone agrees we made a decree that a person is going to get confused and think he could go sit in his house on sukkahs. So what was the machlokas according to Shmuel? Did we even make the decree on a board which is between three and four tefach? So ask the Gemara, according to Shmuel, seifa b'may pligi. So what's the disagreement in this Mishnah? Because in other words, this Mishnah was a person who came to affect his roof. He wanted to turn his house into a sukkah. Okay? A normal roof was made out of a four tefach board. So now we're talking about a four tefach board, and the Mishnah is coming to tell me, how can I turn my house into a sukkah? So what did Beis Hillel say? Beis Hillel said that you can take out the screws, pick up each piece, and put it down. And you're good. You have a kasher sukkah. Now if I look at my schach, it's made of four tefach boards. So if you tell me that we never made such a gzera, so then I understand how that's a kosher sukkah. But according to Shmuel, who said, everyone agrees if it's a four tefach board, there's a problem with the Rabbanon. So the Gemara is asking, that very nice, you solve the dairaisa problem, because you turned your house into a sukkah, which solved the dairaisa problem, but there should be a second problem here. There should be a second problem that my schach is made out of four tefach boards, which according to Shmuel, everyone agrees is not good midrabbanon. So why would Beis Hillel in the Mishnah say that picking up each piece and putting it down redefines your roof and therefore is okay? Very nice, that takes care of the dairaisa problem of recreating my roof into my sukkah. But seemingly there should be a second issue which is there's a derabbanan problem that I'm using materials which are schach pasal. So my answer is no, you'll say like this. The Rabbi Yehuda is going to tell you, sorry, Shmuel is going to tell you that the disagreement in the Mishnah is even though we made a decree that if a person's coming to build a sukkah, he's not allowed to use materials four tefach wide because we're concerned he's going to get confused and go into his house. But the reason our mission is okay, he's going to say, since you already had a house and you're coming to turn your house into your sukkah, so he's saying that in that type of case, we didn't make a decree because since the person is showing that he knows what he's doing, basically, he's showing that he's not confused by what Chazal were, con were concerned a person would be confused about. They were concerned if I build my sukkah with four tefach boards, then I'm going to think there's no difference between sitting in my sukkah and sitting in my house out of four tefach boards. This person is going into his house, reconstructing his house to turn it into a sukkah. So he's explicitly showing us that he knows there's a big difference between his house and a sukkah. So Shmuel will tell you, in that type of situation, we, we never made such a decree. Even though a person who's going to build a new sukkah with four tefach boards, Chazal said you're not allowed to. Because if I allow it, the person might say, oh, if this sukkah is kosher, I could go into my house. However, if you're going into your house and taking it down your roof to turn it into a sukkah, you're explicitly coming to show that you know that a house is not a sukkah. So Shmuel will tell you the disagreement in the Mishnah is about this point, but the opinion that says it's okay will tell you is since you're explicitly showing us 
that the thing we were concerned about, you're, you're, you know better. You know there's a big difference between your house and your sukkah. The biggest proof is you're reconstructing the roof of your house to turn it into a sukkah. In that type of situation, we never made such a decree on a four-tefach board. Okay, says the Mishnah, the person who made his sukkah out of beams, or with uh, materials used up to make a bed. So this is, these are things which are not good for schach. Shvudim is like a metal, different types of metal materials. Says the Mishnah that if there's a space in between the metal, the schach puzzle items, as much as the schach puzzle, so in other words, right now we're going to assume it's, it means it's exactly 50-50. Okay, so in other words, you had, every, you, had you put metal bars across your sukkah, and let's just say each one was one inch or three inches thick, and you did three inches of a metal bar, left three inches of space, three inches of a metal bar, left three inches of space. It was spaced out exactly perfect, so that you filled in the spaces with kosher schach. So in other words, every other piece is not good schach, kosher schach, not good, good. And when you sum up your roof all together, it's exactly 50-50. It's the Mishnah saying Sheira. That's okay. Which the Gemara is going to touch upon this. This is the Mishnah we talked about the other day, that if a person had a heap of, of straw or something, and he dug out from the bottom to make a space to turn that material, which originally was not hovering over any space, he turned it into a roof, that's not a sukkah. Because schach needs to be put on for sale, for shade, and not made into a roof. We have a machlokas. If something is 50-50, in other words, you have 50% kosher schach, 50% not good schach. Papa says, that's okay. says it's no good. So this is a fascinating machlokas, which you have different places, that when the Torah says something needs to be done, like, let's say here that a person needs schach. So does, the, does it mean he needs mostly schach kosher? Or does it mean he can't have mostly schach posel? In other words, what is the exact status of 50-50? So that's a machlokas, similar discussion like by shechita. When the Torah says shecht, does, if he shechted exactly 50% of the tusi money, so does the Torah say you need to shecht more than half? Or is it only a problem if I shecht less than half? So wh- what, ex- what is the exact status of the 50-50 mark? So the Gemara is saying that our Mishnah, the simple read of our Mishnah would say, if you had 50-50, it's good. So it seems to be a proof like the opinion that says it's okay. So he'll say what the Mishnah meant is that it's easy to slip in your kosher schach which means if it's exactly 50-50, you start with 50% um, metal bars, so to slip in kosher schach in between is not going to be so easy if you're filling up every single tiny space. He says, no, the Mishnah didn't mean exactly 50-50. It meant that it's easy to slip in the kosher schach, which means it's a little less than 50% puzzle schach. But Rashi understands this question is that we thought he was saying that the simple read of the Mishnah was like that. And the Gemara is challenging. That's not true. That it's, it is possible to do it exactly 50-50 
So maybe the Mishnah should be read more simply as 50-50. And Ravami saying that no, he didn't mean to say that it needs to be that the simple read of the Mishnah was 50-50, but he was comfortable reading the Mishnah, basically saying that the Mishnah, even though it would sound like it's 50-50, he's going to answer no. The Mishnah really meant it's a little less than 50-50. So again, if you hold 50-50 is fine, you'll read the Mishnah more simply. 50-50 Good schach, not good schach, you're good. If you hold, you need more than 50% of kosher schach, so you'll say that the Mishnah meant you had almost 50% of not good schach, so enough, a little wiggle room to get your schach kosher in, then it's okay. Rav Amrafilo Temish Ein Madiv. So Rav is saying that no, it could be the 50% of the not good schach was actually 50% of covering the roof of your sukkah. But why is it going to be okay that the second material, in other words, if your if you're not good schach was placed this way, Rav is saying the kosher schach, you place it the other way. And since to hold something, if I place it the other way, what's going to support it? The not good schach is going to support it. So by definition, it needs to be covering more than my space. Because if here's my two poles of not good schach, and I put kosher schach the other way, so it's being held up by the two bars of nakot schach, which means by definition, there's more material of kosher schach than the not good kosher schach, because it's covering the space plus a little bit on each end to be held up. And therefore, that's another way to read the Mishnah that it's really including more than 50%. Okay, we'll stop over here.